Welcome, welcome, welcome to a frightening Halloween week of Giri, Stein, and Stevens. No, don't adjust your monitors or wherever you're listening to our podcast. Good evening, I'm Dave Stevens, and welcome to a Halloween week edition of Geary, Stein, and Stevens. And we have a great show for you tonight. We've got a Olympic gold medalist who also happened to win a World Series. I'm not going to give it away yet, but uh, let me bring in my co-host who happened to be in Minnesota, where our guest tonight uh, played a little bit of his career, Troy Geary, joining me up in Duluth, and of course, Will Stein down in the lower part of the state, down in uh, near the Twin Cities. Hello, Troy. How are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing great, Dave. And Will, are you uh, staying warm? I'm trying to. That introduction gave me a little bit of a chills down my spine, but it'll, I'll warm up after that. Yeah, yeah, seeing my face could scare anybody. So then uh, those of you listening in a podcast, uh, you're in for a treat because you don't have to look at my face. But we are welcoming all of our listeners and our viewers on our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And, of course, our people that watch us and follow us on the screen here on YouTube, Ability Media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and all the places wherever you can watch these things, too. It's a great night for tonight. And uh, I'd like to introduce our guests, in fact, our guest had a song written about him, so rather than let me introduce you, let me hear the song that it's about tonight's guest. Doug Mitkevich plays first base for the Minnesota Twins. A 2000 Olympic gold medalist, he is both a defensive force and a bruising hitter who can crush the ball like a flabby grape. And his 12-letter, 7th consonant last name is so hard to pronounce that the children's program Schoolyard Rock made a song about it. And here it is. Doug Mitkevich, his size and speed are due to genetics. He's a tribute to the joy of phonetics. A-M-I-E-N-T-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z. I know it sounds crazy, but that's how you spell Minkavich. Minkavich! Put Doug in front and you've got his name. Won't you come on out and see a game? And cheer for Doug Minkavich. Doug Minkavich. Say it, don't spray it. All right. Not many of my guests have their own theme song. Doug, have you heard that thing before? I didn't hear it, but I'm pretty sure I know what it was. It was his last <laughs> name in Minnesota. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it's funny what uh, you find when you're doing your research. But, uh, yeah, baseball legend Doug Mankiewicz joining us tonight on the Gary Stein and Steven show uh, down from Florida. But, uh, Doug, it's it's great to have you on the show. What are you doing down in Florida? Are you staying dry? Uh, I'm trying to. Just trying to dodge hurricanes and my son's high school baseball team. So, um, I saw because I felt like I haven't seen my son play. I got – I went to a Rotary Club meeting with a buddy of mine. Short, they introduced me as the high school coach, and I, I, I had no. I said I, I wanted to watch my son play. I don't want to coach him. So I'm doing it, and I've been doing it for two years now, and going into my third. So, but uh, it, it's it's more quality time with my boy. And, and it's awesome that you do have that opportunity after a long major league career. And, and you know, you had a lot of great stops and a lot of great memories uh, taking some time tonight to talk uh, baseball. Have you been watching the postseason at all? Are you shocked by what's happened? I mean, we've seen teams that were nowhere near the top that are now playing in the World Series. No, I'm, I've watched almost every time of year to watch it. Uh, people say that, you know, baseball was born to it then. Um I uh, go by what, what coach at Texas A&M. He talks about, about this football team. He talks about you see a lot. If you see a lot, you see nothing. 
thing. And a lot of that quote kind of means a lot to baseball because if you just watch base there the whole entire thing, it's kind of boring in and watch the pitcher, watch the, the hitter, the catcher stuff that it goes on. It's it's very intriguing. So playoffs, and uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Houston. I, I kind of I I predicted that I've done so many of these. I thought in the beginning. I thought Philly had a legit chance of. Making. They've been playing, you know, with their backs against the wall for uh, their battle tested. They got a bunch of guys who've been on their. Your alpha male and Bryce Harper locked in the way he is. You got a bar. Houston is just a whole different animal. You, know, you have you have your core guys in there, um, who's one of their best hitters, all around hitters. Verlander at the top of your rotation, and and also in the and those guys who are still in control, not too expensive. That's what the difference. Is. That's how you sustain and. And uh, that's how, how, you know, to me, the Yankees are built for October. Uh, um, so Houston, if you have guys who are, are willing to take what the game gives you, meaning the ball's away, they're going to shoot it the other way when the shit are, uh, um, they're just a, they're, they're a well-oiled machine. As much as I really have fallen in love with this Philly team, um, I, I really hope that, that, that Dusty Baker finally gets to finishes a glorious career. Uh, 2000 Olympics. I see your gold medal behind you on the wall there. Describe hitting that home run against South Korea to help uh, complete the first U.S. Olympic gold medal in baseball. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's kind of a crazy story. I, I hit a uh, three days earlier in the preliminary round in the eighth inning. And fast forward to, to uh, the semifinal game. Game. Guy got uh, work walk. Mike Kincaid walk. We pinch and uh, time of the sword is going to make you bunt. And I go. I don't really care what I do. Just we have to get this guy. It was, it was like forty degrees. It was rainy. It was just a bad, bad like that during the game. We, we just didn't feel comfortable. And uh, I had a bunt. It was ball one. Second pitch. She put the bunt on again. Two. 2-0, he hit, hit and run. We hit and run. run. I, 2-1, he hits and runs me again. Well, Gookie gets picked off. There was probably a uh, probably a three kind of argument with Tommy going out there arguing the call. And just thinking to myself, like, how have I elevated a sidearm? And I thought to myself, well, just get out in front of a change. And I remember vividly to this day, it's a. I literally saw a snapshot of the ball, ball coming up out of his hand. I thought immediately was like, like, oh God, don't don't miss this. I, I put a good swing on it. It was the most out of body experience I've ever had in my entire life. It was okay. I can't believe I saw it before it happened, and I didn't miss it. And uh, uh, you know, after that, and I was totally okay with that because of the fact that the timing for our country and what it meant for that group, group of guys I was with and and, and, uh, and an image I'll take to my grave. So what meant more to you, winning that Olympic gold medal 
or being a, named the World Series champion? That's a tough one. I think for me, it's the it's the it's the gold medal. Uh, you're playing for your country, and, and um, I was in an 04. There were a lot of Yankee fans that weren't real happy with us. Fans didn't really care that we won the World Series, but uh, stay across your chest. Um, I think the whole country is proud of us because it was the first time we've ever done it. And uh, I'm the USA team in '94 as a college player and had a chance. I I signed pro in '95, so I missed. um, My mom was really upset at the time that I did and played for the Olympic team in '96. And that night, amateur baseball team ever put together, and they came up short. Do something the way we did it in 2000. Uh, it's it's payback for all the years we came close. And, and well, Doug, you know you had a, a long career, and uh, people, you know, you you had a, a great experience with a lot of different teams. I mean, what are I mean, other than the World Series, what are some of those things that that stick out in your brain? Whether it L.A., Kansas City, Minnesota. I mean, what are some of those things? Because we don't get to experience the day-to-day things you got to, and especially you got to experience it in so many different cities. Um, uh, people like high-profile team, ball market. I, I never had the mid, middle of the road. So, so each own, you know, positives. I mean, I think of Minnesota, that system with, and I spent so much time with them, those guys were like, go to Boston, which is a huge market with a great team, win a championship. I go to the Mets, and I, I, you know, I, I didn't have the best of years trying to fight against the world for the Twins trading me. Um, playing in Boston um, was just as meaningful to me or Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I, I really, I grew up in the Yankees, putting that uniform on. I never understood. I say, well, you put the pinstripe on it's different and it's real uh putting that uniform on i never wanted to take the expectation level you feel when you come out and there's fifty thousand people there expecting their best your best and that's an expectation that i think every player wants uh but uh i Oh, we think we uh, froze up there for a second. Well, while he's on that pause and thought, uh, we're going to take a break. So stick with us on the Gary Stein and Steven show. We'll try to fix Doug's uh, situation and get him back. Don't go away. Hi, everybody. Dave Stevens from the Geary Stein and Stevens show. And you know what? The Arizona Cardinals take their turf outside in the middle of the week to make sure the sun gets to it. But we don't have that luxury for what we have down below. That's why we need to use the amazing Manscaped products like this crop preserver. I put it on my face. I put it down below and I smell great. And of course, you know what? You got to follow up that with a crop reviver. You've got to use the Manscaped 4.0 and of course the Weed Whacker. The Manscaped products are great. I use them everywhere. I go. My friends keep asking me, how can we get them? Well, if you type in the code GSS show, you save 20% on all of the Manscaped products. They're great for everyone. And to quote Frank Thomas, she'll like it too. Well, 
Want 20% off the world's softest, comfiest, best-fitting men's clothes? Fresh Clean Threads has your back and your front and your sides with everything from tees to tanks, penlies to pullovers and polos, all kinds of goodies and hoodies. Designer quality basics without paying ridiculous designer prices. Everyone deserves to look good and feel great. Confidence, you have them when you wear Fresh Clean Threads. Go to GSS, I'm sorry, go to FreshCleanThreads.com. Type in the GSS show code, you get 20% off on Fresh Clean Tees. You will look good. And we look good. And let me bring in our guest again, who looks good, Doug Mankiewicz, joining us from Florida. And Doug, I know you had uh, a lot of opportunities in your life to uh, play for many different organizations, but I think the one that sticks out and that we want to talk about, and I know Troy has that question gearing up, is that experience was in Boston. Troy, you're kicking off our second part of the show. Go ahead, brother. Before we get on to Boston, I want to ask you a question about the late uh, PA announcer at the Metrodome, Bob Casey. Do you have any uh, stories you'd like to share about him? And I remember uh, how it echoed through the Metrodome and, you know, hearing his voice announce your name and all your other teammates. It was a great, uh, great uh, thing. And now we don't have Doug's audio for some uh, reason. Doug's audio is not working. Uh, I think he's going to click on it and check it. Let's see if we're fixing it live on the air. And while we do that, uh, we'll tap dance here. Doug, do you have us back? He's trying to fix it, but uh, good question. And I do remember uh, Bob Casey, you know, just remember every time you go into the Metrodome and he would uh, uh, come out and make amazing, you know, announcements for the players. Like when Kent Herbeck would come up, he would say, no smoking anywhere in the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. And the guys would do all this kind of thing. And uh, it was really kind of cool. Let's see. Doug, are you there? Host muted your mic. There we go. The host. Doug is Okay. There for you some go. reason, we did there not. There we go. We got Doug. All right, Doug. So the question was memories of uh, Bob Casey, the PA announcer at the Metrodome. Yeah, I mean, he had the no smoke, um, funny stories we've had. Uh, he always sat bottom behind the home plate. And, and uh, our catchers would miss a ball. You'd see his hands get thrown up in the air. Um, you know, just stuff like that that he told you he was invested. Like, he, he didn't just – he wasn't his voice to announce the players and, the, and what's going on. He really did, and uh, uh, you know the whole no smoking and all that stuff is is it, people remember that for get getting ready for a game. So stuff like that is uh, I'll never forget. And uh, their, their synopsis, their 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 pair of voices in the Metrodome getting ready for a game is 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 that he was there. And you had, I know your time was brief in L.A., but you also had some time to be around the Dodgers broadcast legend, Vin Scully. I mean, do you have any Scully stories to talk about that, you you know, intermittently was around him? He, he never really pronounced my name right. I don't think I was there long enough. But uh, have, <laughs> you think back at, you know, you know yeah, Stadium, Fenway Park, like all of these are, in, you know, monuments, not even ballparks. So, and be able to put those uniforms on and to hear your name even as, as a home player and as a 
there is is definitely so there's all these stories out there on the baseball you caught in the for the last out to win the world series with boston in 2004 Mm-hmm. Can you tell us the real story about it and how the ball ultimately ended up in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown? Long enough to go and give you the whole entire story. <laughs> you know, I, I, let's put it this way. It started out as a sort of, I got, got kind of hamstrung by the Shaughnessy guy in, in, in Boston. He was, he, he, Originally, was doing an article as one of us was going to get traded after that year. Um, article was about me and Kevin's relationship going forward. Kevin and I would talk every day and just be like, yeah, where are you going? Well, I heard I'm going to the mess. So it was kind of a joke. And the last 10 seconds of the of – oh, do you still have the ball? And uh, uh, I heard I, – I bet you that ball, ball would – fetch a pretty penny yeah maybe i'll put my kids through school well at the time i didn't have any cheek type thing and and next thing i know uh, out and, and i come back from my workouts text messages on my phone so i'm thinking somebody died and the you know the front page is mccavage won't give uh the bottom line is larry lucchino never when i got it off Authenticated after game, after game four, when we came flown back into Boston, I saw, saw him that, that day when the stickers on the, the balls, and he goes, and the guy from MLB said, "Is that the ball?" I said, "Yeah." yeah. And he didn't ask, ask me for it, nothing. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, and then the bottom line, he wanted, he didn't want me to sell it, and I wouldn't, obviously, would never think. Think about selling that. And he said he wanted it back because he wanted to charge Red Sox see it at the Fenway Museum. And I said, "Can't we do, let's say, a dollar or two dollars from to come see the ball goes to the Jimmy Foundation?" His exact quote to me was, "I don't we." So when I heard that, I was like, "Getting it." So I was like, I was kind of, ta- kind of arrogant in how, uh, how rude it was, you know. But the the list goes on and on and how bad, bad it got. And we have lost Doug again, and I apologize for that. We'll try to get his signal back. Uh, so while we do that, um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll pay a few more bills and we'll try to come back and finish up the show. So stay with us. Don't go away. Hi, everybody. Dave Stevens here at the Jail Tree in Wickenburg, Arizona. And are you in boyfriend prison because you refuse to groom down below? Well, I've got your get out of jail free card right here if you use these amazing Manscaped products. I've got the Lawnmower 4.0 and, of course, the Weed Whacker right here. These products are amazing. You have to try them. And after we clean up the good parts, don't forget to use the Crop Reviver and the Ball Deodorant. And don't forget now, with the GSS show code, you get 20% off and you'll look much better. 
so don't be like my friend here. Clean up your act so you're not tied to a jail tree, and the next time you get in trouble, it'll be with the ladies. Hey, buddy, you need to clean this part up. That's right. You can get 20% off if you use the show code GSS show. And don't forget, we also have some great new products. We have uh, athletic greens one, which I've been using for the last couple of weeks. It's a great drink mix that you mix and I mix it with frozen fruit. I put it in the blender and uh, it's got 75 of the vitamins and nutrients that you're going to need. It's like three bucks a day, which if you're using a monster drink, Troy, you guys use those kind of things. And it really is easy to use. It doesn't taste bad. I feel great when I use it. I personally have been really enjoying it. I've been giving it to friends. They're trying it. They're picking it up now. So Athletic Greens one, it really is awesome. I, I can't say enough about it. And again, when people hear about that, we are associated with it. They're like, wow, it's a dang good product. And to make it easier for everybody out there, they're giving you a one-year free supply of immune vitamin D and five free travel packs on your first purchase if you go to athleticgreens.com backslash GSS show. And I've been using them. Troy, you've been using them. And uh, it's pretty good stuff. It tastes pretty dang good too, you know. So I've got the stuff here. I got my bag. I've got the bottle. Of course, I keep it clean because I put it in the blender. But, you know, for purposes, you know, you just use one scoop. You put it in and it works well. And uh, I get so pumped up, I jump in the shower with all of our wonderful Manscaped products again that we have that they continue to send us. So we have some great sponsors. Uh, Doug has stepped away for a minute while we uh, talk for a second here. But, you know, Athletic Greens, man, look at me. I'm I'm not as ugly and, 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 you know, puny as I used to be, right? What do you think? Well, those vitamins and minerals are sure to look like they're doing a good job there, Dave. That's right. And, Will, how do you feel when you use your uh, Athletic Greens 1? I feel like I can hit a golf ball 300 yards right down the middle of the fairway. So, and with the Athletic Greens, it's like, hey, it's a tough green. Let's make the putt for birdie. That's right. Let me uh, just use a little of my Manscaped while we're uh, waiting for Doug to back uh, come back. And, of course, thanks to our folks at uh, Fresh Clean Threads, uh, the shirts that we wear. Obviously, this is not one of the uh, Fresh Clean Threads. But, uh, hey, what are you going to do? We're bringing Doug Mankiewicz back on the show. Hopefully, he can hear us and see us. Doug, can you see us and hear us? We've lost him again. Let's see if we can bring him back. Uh, he's got ghosts and goblins. He's got the ghosts and goblins coming out of Florida. But, Doug, are you there? We can't seem to get him to reestablish. I'm not sure. But, uh, man, I had some good stuff to ask him. Troy, Will, you got any thoughts real quick? I'm I'm excited about the upcoming World Series between the Phillies and the Astros. It should be a good series to see. Hopefully, I want to see Dusty get a ring, but we'll see what happens because he's been an icon in baseball since I've been, since I've been around anyway. So... I'd really love to see Dusty get a ring. Yeah, and hey, we're going to be there. We are going to be there. We get to be there. Uh, we're going to do coverage uh, for Gary Stein and Stevens. I'll be at uh, game, what is it, three of the World Series and maybe four and five. I uh, also will be at the Steelers-Eagles game on Sunday, so we'll have coverage for you. We continue to get to showcase uh, part of Ability Media, part of the Disability Channel, and a big part of Geary, Stein, and Stevens as we get to do those things. So I think Doug is back. Doug, do you hear us? Yep. Okay. I don't know what the problem is. Hey, hey, it's it's Halloween, so I'll just chuck it up to the ghosts and goblins. But, uh, Will, you had a – 
you know, you had a good question you wanted to ask uh, Doug now that we've got him back. So, so you've so you seen Dave play baseball and work out with you while you were a player in New Brighton and worked out in sports camps for disabled kids with your own teams when you were a manager. Knowing what he has come to overcome to succeed, share your thoughts on Dave Stevens. Uh, I was very, very fortunate of, of, of the things that Dave brings up at this, the us when I was a manager in Fort Myers, um, you know, the, I mean, obviously it's, it's so influential to our guys. You know, it's an inspirational story for everybody because I th think a lot of you're at or what you're doing in life, whether it's sports or um, seeing Dave just, you know the things that he's had to push through a lot of guys that they get uh, the the woeies this is hard and make excuses well taking batting practice with us and playing catch with us and you're like well you're him complaining too much if, if he's not complaining you have no reason to either the, and the, and, the, and the special need camps are are, are set. They did more for us than we we did for the kids. It was always a highlight of of our year. To I, I was lucky to manage a lot, a lot of special young men wins and and to see them go up. When you hear you got got to be at a camp at nine a.m., you don't really know what it is. You're told uh, they're used to playing night games, so they didn't want to bounce back. What it was about. Those guys couldn't wait to be there. And, and the best part about it was a lot of our guys back, like not with the camp, but like throughout, they became like team members. Every time they came to the field, we made sure we break because of anything that they, like their disability, we had a bond with them and we enjoyed hanging out with them. Something that uh, sometimes in life, you need, you need a little extra, like, motivation to, to kind of, I'm sorry for yourself. And you think, think you have issues, you don't have L for four. Or it put, put things in perspective for guys the proper for me as a manager. It did for me as a player. Time I got a chance whenever I was managing, I and, and whoever else would come out for these things because they were, were just that, that, that. Well, I, I appreciate those kind words, Doug. It really means a lot to me. And it's funny because we go back to your New Britain days, you know, when uh, I was up here with the Rock Cats working at ESPN and you were up here with a lot of legendary names coming up through the ranks. And uh, I just wonder if you could uh, talk a little bit about, you know, what it was like to play here uh, with a guy named Big Poppy, uh, David Ortiz. You know, you played in the minors up here with when he was with the Twins, and then you ended up being a teammate with him and winning that first first World Series. I wonder what your thoughts of what he was like in Minnesota before he was that superstar and where he got to that point in his career. He was all super talented. I know uh, he got we, we traded for him, and, and the first time I saw, saw him back this. I thought, but I really have to learn another position. That's not. That's just not going to 
work. Um, they can do um, getting to know him. It was an exceptional player. He was a, a even better person. I'm thinking the things like my team in Minnesota was so tight. Being we all, all were together, then passed away. Um, what a gut wrenching you know night for all his family, and, and uh, to see him go through his mother, which was his backbone, um, and then he gets on a team that we felt we were so close. To the, we were so close to the whole thing to not get another crack to bring everybody back. Boston and sit. Um, us because we knew he was such a really he was a great player and the best part of the time. Well, you can believe can you believe what David did in Boston? Two thousand two stats. David missed half the year with him. when we really opened up our division lead. Twenty homers and had seventy seven RBIs and only played one half that year. The next year he did for a half for us. Um, phenomenal human being. Um, he, he was talking about team jokester. It was, it was constantly. He was always just came to shove. He was the first guy I ever came around where he would go for five and get back on the bus and walk on the bus with confidence. I feel sorry for that guy tomorrow. And David would do it. Today you're like, he's right. Cause he's about to kill somebody. And literally, he go <laughs> So he just had. That, uh, or and he was always my best whether we played together or he was on the other team he could see me wrong so uh, um, like I said he's like a brother to us and before you know I, I'll never forget this is a great story I'll never forget uh, twins and and the Red Sox for spring training so it was 2003 David's first Oh no. And we've lost his signal right in the middle of an important story about David Ortiz in spring training. And that's that's the problem with the internet and all of these things. If he pops back on, we can get him back here to wrap up the show quickly. I think he's back. Doug, are you there? There we go. Okay. We were in the middle of spring training 2003 with Big Poppy. Okay. Here we go. So David's on the road. So he's coming to. He's coming to. He's the road game for David. Well, David's out. Eddie Gordado, Tory Hunter, Jock Jones. They go run over and they put a orange jumpsuit like correct small. And David's a large man. Let's forget this. So David comes out of the game and we're all the star. David comes walking over with this. Orange, like this chill facility, orange jumpsuit on that is skin tight past his elbows, and it's all the way above his knees. And they ripped the complete backside out of it. And we, I just never life. And it was just one of those moments where, like, that brotherhood uh, that was one of those moments that, like, that, that stuff that doesn't get makes what we do so special. Uh, you were a finalist for the Twins manager job in 2015 season, and you also managed the minors. Uh, what is your managerial style like? Are you were you a laid back manager or a tense guy? And would you like to get back in it? 
Uh, I think I was a little bit of both. I mean, um, whenever I get a chance to, my name comes up or something, and they're like, oh, I was a fiery player. But uh, around, I will be fiery. But like, I also have her and, and understand situations. I think I, 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 part as a player. And yes, I have that managerial style. Um, I like to think I'm, I'm, when the world around me is burning, burning down. And people, some people I know, twins, every time something comes up, well, we need Doug's fire. I'm like, well, that's not really who I am as a manager. Uh, I always feel like when I have my men prepared, when I don't feel like I have them prepared the right way, I'm or fiery because I know I didn't get the point players in the best position to win. Um, so uh, minor leagues, uh, I felt like I was the most because there's no more, there's no more teaching to let them go play. They're, they're amped up, they're excited. You know, work on your kids as long as you can, and you 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 nail points, preach fundamentals. You work on their skills all, all for six one week or whatever the minor league playoffs is. It's your time to kind of grasp a little bit and let them go play. And you get to sit back and watch, watch them. And, are, and the like watching them, we won two championships. And sitting back and like kind of having like a calming smirk on my face. Going, you have a proud parent moment where you're like, you know what? These guys, they're having the time of their life and they're starting to understand it. So I, I I miss it dearly. Uh, you know the way the game, professional game is. I'm not so sure anymore. So, but hey, you're also a Gold Glover. I mean, people forget those kind of things that you did. You had a great career, Doug, and we just want to thank you for taking the time to reminisce a little bit about baseball. I know we have a big Minnesota contingency that are big fans of yours. I mean, uh, which, which hat do you wear when you go to things? Like, do you, do you just have one of each that you throw up when you're in a, a, an appearance or something? I usually just have an, I, I, I can't, I don't think anybody can get too upset with, with that. So, you know, I, I, I always, 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 I twin. Um, I'll always be a twin no matter where. No matter what, um, I'm a twin for I. I'm a twin for life. It meant the most to me. It was we took a, a you know, to say they were, were mediocre at the time before we got got there was, and uh, we brought respectability and we brought uh, to a city that deserves a really good baseball team. And that group, the group I had, kind of brought that back. We started the run and you know ran, ran it through almost. 2010 or whatever, when I was also being managing there in the minor leagues, Brandon and Kepler and Barrios and Sano, Rosario, Blanco, bringing that second group up. I'm proud of all similarities in the group that I came up with as a player. And I still keep in contact with those guys and, um, you know, but they're, they're, they're young men now and they have families and other uh, and still you know i still coach them from afar and and uh it means a lot it means i did it the right way these guys whether 
I've clashed with them personality-wide to see it that way. And they thought I was being unfair. Guys that have come out and reached out to me after managing, maybe we thought we had a problem with each other. So it lets me know that it was a way I pleased everybody, but my players respected it and they still me, which means I did something right. Yeah, you definitely have. Well, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And thanks for everything you've done for Boston and New York and Minnesota and now in, in Florida as a not a coach. Uh, but uh, thanks for spending some time okay. with us. Troy, Will, final thoughts? Appreciate you taking time of your busy night to join us. Um, I'm sure the people in Minnesota that we have a lot of viewers would love to hear this. So Looking thank you. For, I, I miss it. Yeah. I miss it. And I uh, thank you guys. I'm sure you'll be on the Twins Stay Fan warm. Fest, right, next year? Stay warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay warm. It was fun listening to some of your stories so. tonight. I enjoyed listening to some of your insights as a player and as a manager and how you, all of our viewers learned about who Doug Mankiewicz really is. And all of the announcers are so happy that you retired because, I, I mean, what was the worst butchering of your name in your lifetime? Oh. Well, he's back. See if we got him real quick. What was the worst butchering of your name? You know, I know on ESPN, everybody, they could spell it wrong. They couldn't say it right. Like, you must have heard some dandies. Some choice ones. Uh, Manischewitz. (laughs) But uh, I've heard them all. I always tell the story, like, roll called or in school or whenever they're spitting names out fast and stops and looks at their piece of paper and goes I was, I'm here like that's I was like, or Doug uh, uh, Mike I'm here it's been cavage but thank you you can move on to that <laughs> I am here the pause was, was always I knew I I here it comes I knew where I was supposed to be when I heard the pause well as long as Sid Hartman got it right you knew that you'd made it in the big league so <laughs> Good old Sid Hartman that was a blast from the past. A classic of always. He would talk to you, you walk by, and then he'd just hold the microphone. Someone else walk by. He would just go right, right to the other. I'm like, I remember one time he did an interview with me, and I, I literally, I to his like his recorder because he wasn't paying attention to me. Find David or Tori because there, there are better players than I was you kidding me you sang into my thing I go, yeah because you're looking around you make eye contact with me man i go you can't just look around i go you got free food you got in the metrodome i was like come on sid like if my words at least look at me once in a while so that was a uh, we had my microphone so that, that was me and sid that's a great way to end on the legendary Sid Hartman, a Minnesota sports writer who lived to be 100 years old, so all, all of us yep. uh, should hope to. All right, well, thank you, Doug. And again, thank you. Uh, thanks so much for, for being uh, with us tonight. And again, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys, especially uh, Manscaped, Fresh Clean Threads, Athletic Greens One. I mean, and, and, and again, we've got to tell you guys about some of these great things that we have out there. Of course, we told you about using the show code for Fresh Clean Threads, 20% off if you go to thre- freshcleanthreads.com. Of course, Athletic Greens One, 
Get the backslash on there at athleticgreens.com backslash GSS and you get some free vitamin D and five packs on top of your subscription. And of course, last and certainly not least is Manscaped, which I use almost every day. I'm growing the beard back. Type in GSS show code for 20% off of Manscaped. I think I've covered everything, gentlemen. Another great show for Gary Stein and Stevens, and we will kick off our uh, World Series coverage next week. So I'm excited about the weekend. What about you guys? Yeah, we got yeah, football we got football this weekend and baseball. And like I said, you're going to be at the, the Steelers-Eagles game, so that's exciting. And, uh, yeah, well, what do you think of the World Series? What do you got? I got Houston and six. So this is an exclusive Gary Stein and Stevens show prediction of Houston and six. All right. Well, what do you got there, Dave? I know you're a Philly fan or at least your son is. My son is a Philly fan, but if he hears me say this Houston and four, Uh um, I just, I, I think it's going to be a tough one, but uh, you know, if you can get a good game or two out of NOLA, it's going to be competitive. But uh, I just think as much as I hate Houston, they are the hottest team. They've got the bats. They're going to out-homer you. They're going to out-pitch you. Uh, You don't want Verlander (laughs) facing you in the postseason. So, yeah, four or five for Houston, sadly. How about you? Yeah, I got got Houston in five. They're going to win at least one, probably game three, because you'll bring them some good luck. And, uh, Will, what do we got for the Vikings? Who's going to win this weekend? Well, Arizona hasn't beat Minnesota in Minnesota since 1977. I think Minnesota continues that winning streak today with a 27-17 win against the Arizona Cardinals. And Dave, the Arizona native, you got your Cardinals winning this weekend? Uh, No, no. I think the Vikings are going to destroy them, and that way I can continue to uh, be happy about this football season. (laughs) <laughs> I'm digging this music, though, as we wrap up our show. Again, Geary Stein and Stevens, you can find it on all social media platforms as well as wherever you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple, and wherever Troy dumps them. He's got them all constantly going someplace. So so for Will and for Troy, I'm Dave Stevens. Thanks again, Doug Mankiewicz. What a great show. We'll see you next time. we got some other exciting guests coming up. Exciting guests. So stay tuned. We love you. <laughs>